Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jick. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. And uh, I want to apologize in advance if the audio is weird this time. Uh, even before the comedy of errors that led up to this recording, uh, I'm in Arizona trapped in the uh, Macintosh ecosystem. I don't have hey. the kind of computer that I normally use to edit this audio. Oh, it's, oh so you're going to be editing it in the garage. Yeah, I think I'm going to edit it in the garage, in Garage Band. I, uh, it was funny, I was talking to somebody at the office the other day, and I, I realized as I was describing our workflow that I use Windows for everything, no, rather, I could use a Mac for everything about my job except for editing artwork and editing audio. Those are the two <laughs> things that Windows is, like, classically really good at. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I hope that it's not too weird. You know, but if it is, I hope you'll, you'll bear with us, listeners. Um, what I thought about doing was a bit where the whole time we were talking, I was also tuning a ukulele, <laughs> sort of audibly but not super loudly. And then I would say, I don't, you know, I, it shouldn't be anything too weird going on with the audio. Like there shouldn't just be like a weird like recording of somebody tuning a ukulele behind us. Right. I could still just come in and record that and edit it in and edit this out. You could also find some like uh, 1940s radio broadcast to play really quietly under the, the mm. rest of the show. <laughs> you guys, how have you been? Pretty good. Do you feel different now that our livelihood is in the butt? <laughs> uh, it's a little We're young. We need to the describe money. Describe it that way. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So KOL is in the cloud now. Clued. It is going to be really interesting to see if this. Uh, works long term <laughs> i think it i think it works long term it's um we were anticipating i feel like uh, uh i think that, that wearing these headphones which i don't normally do makes me uh think that i'm lisping a lot like okay my s's my sibilants are very sibilant sure yeah i don't know Luckily, we have a sibilant filter Ooh. uh so the main goal of moving to the cloud was well, there were two main goals. One was simplifying the infrastructure because there was a lot of weird shit going on with the servers that were legacies of decisions that were made over the last ten years. And uh, the servers were at their at the end of their life. They were getting there, yeah. Even the even the newer database servers that we got back in the spider days, those the SSDs in them were starting to get close to the number of writes that you can do to an SSD before it flips its shit. Yeah. Um, and we were anticipating. When I say anticipating, I really notice these sibilants. <laughs> we were, oh, we because were anticipating you, because you hear the echo inside your head. That's the problem. We were, we were expecting. We, we expecting, thought expecting. <laughs> we thought of the future that what would happen, what were. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> trying to avoid s sounds is going to drive you nuts. Um, that it would be slightly more expensive. Well, a lot of sibilants in that sentence, and in that one, but not that one. <laughs> We thought it would be slightly more expensive uh, on a on a per month basis, but that we would not have to start like to get back into the mode where we were spending, you know, four to ten grand a year on hardware. new hardware. Also, I don't live in Phoenix anymore, and right. really nobody does. And so, getting to the data center if something went wrong would have been a, a real hassle and real expensive, and I would have been mad. I mean, I was mad when I had to go down there when I was here. But I would have been real mad if I'd had to get on an airplane every time. I guess I can uh, cross off uh, 
data center survival kit from the list of potential birthday presents for you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, what was it going to be? Like uh, parka and like <laughs> hand uh, warmers. Ear- <laughs> yeah, hand warmers and like, a, you know, like earmuffs. and. Oh, yeah, like a toque. Yeah. A toque would have been good. Yeah. Uh, I had a data center survival kit for a while. It was a different headset that had the kind of horrible. Oh, like uh, noise cancellations? No, just the ones that you like. The, the kind of headphones that the kind oh, of earbuds like, that you use all the time that have the rubber gasket that completely yeah. seals your ear yep because that's great in the data center but it's not good if you want any situational awareness that's not I, my ears are large enough that i hear everything anyway oh you've got ears <laughs> everywhere i do uh but it's turning out that the way that we sort of conservatively provisioned cloud hardware it's not even really hard i guess it's hardware Maybe technically it's, hardware. it's, a, it's a server in, running on hardware on the east coast which is why it, the game is so much peppier for people on the east coast now yeah it's slower for us which yeah. sucks uh, not i mean we'll get used to it it it's not slow it's just slightly less responsive like yeah. so many sibilants uh riff <laughs> yes what was your experience of this cloud transition i barely even noticed because i've been working on west of loathing for ages uh and so far we haven't moved those uh the west of loathing stuff over i think uh, chris moyer might be doing that as we speak yeah uh we peak mm-hmm. uh we peak that's a good way to avoid uh, sounding foolish uh if your sibilants are too sibilant yeah is to talk like buckwheat <laughs> um but yeah, it's turning out to be cheaper. Uh, the the way that the the way that it seems like it's going, well, it's actually going to save us money. We think. We don't know. We don't know. Let's but... let's wait a couple of months and get on the like long term plan. We we were expecting like a fifty to seventy five percent increase in the monthly outlay because right. it the the disadvantage of colocation is that you have to buy your own hardware and you have to send a dude in there to fix it when it breaks. Uh, the advantage is that it is very cheap once you're in there. Um, and it got cheaper over time like at at peak cost not peak usage we were spending like 4500 bucks a month yeah just for kol to exist and then they changed their pricing model to one where they were not really charging much for bandwidth anymore but they started they just like multiplied tenfold the cost of power yeah and then we moved away from those old database servers that ran on 220 we had a whole we had to have a whole dedicated line I think we had to have one additional 110 circuit put in and then a 220 circuit to run those databases. Which is weird because it didn't seem like we were doing anything that fancy. But no, like, we were only using half a rack and we used all that more than power. twice the rack's total power yeah. allotment. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it got cheaper over time. Luckily, uh, some weird thing happened while we weren't paying attention. We thought we were stuck in that contract until September, but it turns out we can get out of it in May. So. Nice. Yep. A lot of a lot of cards fell in the right direction, uh, and we have to drive to the data center for the very last time. And I think we're doing that tomorrow. I bought a cart for us to wheel all of that hardware out and into the Grand Canyon. We're doing it tomorrow, <laughs> not, and not Friday. Oh, we I don't know. We can do it whenever you want. Uh, ZapCon is about to start. It is. It we've had all sorts of weird issues because of the transition to the butt. Yeah, changing to a new version of MySQL and changing to a new version of PHP, uh, something happened because of the, there was just some weird difference between live and dev. And so in all of our testing, uh, fighting monsters and going on adventures actually consumed resources, uh, such as adventures. Yep. But then when the game came up, everybody 
it might have only been everyone who wasn't in Ronin. Yeah. Had infinite adventures. Um, and there's some <laughs> other goofy shit going on. Turns out that guy who would log in and his character would bounce around in time was not full of shit. We didn't think he, we didn't think you were full of shit, Locator. We just thought you were confused or logging into two different characters or something. We took down the old servers, but we used the normal maintenance mode thing to take them down, forgetting that rollover would run and bring the game back up. So last night, the old, like a copy of it came back up. So if you were logging into Loathing 2 or if you were logging in by IP or something, like depending on what you had bookmarked, you could just play and be the only one online, but maybe you wouldn't notice that. Because the old hardware is, was, is, is slash was still there. Yeah. Wow. So I think Chris took it down today and I turned off all, I turned off all of the cron jobs that would, that run the routine maintenance and stuff. Uh, it's it been was... it's been weird because we've been doing this like transition over the past month and like some stuff has been transitioned over and other stuff hasn't and so like we have to be real careful about where we're editing files and yeah ugh. a lot of a, a lot of the miscellaneous domains that we host secretly went over it was funny uh so it was the day before yesterday uh amelia texted me and said why did spooky lunch tweet twice today it's like oh because now there are two copies of that bot this is a real study in identity. Like, what does it mean? <laughs> what is it? Like, did I... Did you give birth? Yeah, did I commit murder? Uh, That's it... the spookiest lunch of all. Does it tweet at lunchtime? <laughs> murder uh, is the spookiest lunch? No, it tweets at like 8 in the morning. That's it's lunchtime in the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh that's a pretty spooky place to eat lunch. It, for whatever reason, I was thinking like, oh, that's when they make announcements at the junior high. Okay. I don't remember if I, on the radio, read last year's North Clay Elementary School Halloween lunch menu. It was pretty disappointing again. <laughs> do you are you do you get updates? I just check. I go. I go I seek see. it out. I don't. I, it'd be a little. I don't know if they have like a newsletter. For it's alumni. still pretty tricky. Yeah, <laughs> junior high alumni newsletter. <laughs> just uh, just in case you want to know what the kids are eating for lunch these days, it's all sexting and. Uh, That's what they're um, eating for lunch. Yeah, for lunch. sex. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> snap peas with Snapchat. Yeah, they're like millennials in training. They're too lazy. To, they're too entitled to eat lunch. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, so uh, that's what's been going on in, in Kingdom of Loathing territory. Yeah. Been working on West of Loathing, uh, sort of. <laughs> I mean, we're doing business. We are. Business. Yeah. business. So much biz dev. Yeah. Got lots of, of things in the, in the hopper. Yeah, in the pipe. In, in the, the pipe. hopper. In the pipes leading into the hopper. <laughs> right. The auger. Uh, taking things from lower down into the pipes that go into the hopper. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Those yeah, are all it. of the that's the things. The conveyor belt. <laughs> uh, uh, Shamu writes short question practice. See, this is the newest question, but not the shortest question. Let's see where this where let's see where this falls on the shortness spectrum. Oh, good. Few a few screens down yeah well prefacing with short question practice is not a good way to get a short question yeah that's true you added uh, that number of letters to it um i 
I think, and you... You didn't uh, read the question. Hot stuff. Oh, short question practice. <laughs> some floundry gear has a secondary function, some don't. Intentional? I was almost read that as international. Uh, yeah. Um, I believe, yes. you can correct me if I am wrong, that the gear with plus non-combat did not have secondary functions, and the gear with plus combat did, because plus combat is inherently less valuable than plus non-combat? Yes. Uh, okay. It was so an that's... attempt to make it more appealing. Which apparently I think it did, right? Because people... yeah, people are talking about the clarinet as the as the go-to as the go-to, which, which is, is hey, we finally made a ranged weapon people wanted, <laughs> right. but not really. They they just want to dump the spit out of it. That's fine. It's good. I like that optimal players now have to empty a spit valve. If they're not using that clarinet, where does the spit come from? The last guy. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Well, because you have to turn you have to turn them back in every day. Yeah, so, you can only use it night, once a day. Okay. So, like, it's a, the Floundry makes a new clarinet that's pre-filled with spit uh, from an eight-bit blues man. I think it says. <laughs> okay. Um, kind of bloop. Yeah, there you go. Let's sue him. <laughs> right. Phil says, but apparently it isn't Tuesday anymore. Wait, but apparently it isn't Tuesday anywhere. What? I said it's Tuesday somewhere. I don't know what Phil was talking about. Oh, wait. Because Phil. of the announcement. Oh. Because of the... Hi, ASM, says Phil. So, I have all this delicious salad lying around in my inventory, but find myself in the frightful position of being unable to dress it. I have enough mayo, vinegar, oil, frilly pink skirts, whatever. Back me up on this riff, Phil. <sighs> I mean, if it were something I was going to do, I it would... Because my, my salad dressing uh, proclivity pure is... pure garlic. Well, no, it's one very particular brand and type of dressing. So I don't, I, don't think we could, uh, I don't think we could implement that. We might get sued. You know, I used to only drink one kind of beer, but then I expanded my horizons, and it was great. Riff, I, are you sure you don't I, want to try other salad dressings? I don't need to try other salad dressings because I found the best one. Okay. Riff, Riff drinks only one kind of salad dressing. That's right. I mean, you know what they say about variety? Variety is no good and who needs it? <laughs> <laughs> variety is a decent an answer to today's puzzle theory puzzle. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bosbert says, thanks for adding floundry fabrications to the activity log. Maybe fished fish per player could be displayed in a daily total, which I almost read as daily toilet. This laptop <laughs> is too far away from my eyes. Uh, that wouldn't be too spammy, right? Uh, so... We actually were talking about this an hour ago uh, and decided that rather than try to like to shoehorn the a reasonable version of this functionality into the existing clan log system that we were just going to make a new table to track it and also use it for like inter intra clan leaderboards. Uh, so I'm hoping that within the next week I'll get a UI up on that um, so that you can see like total fishes today and total fishes this week and this year or whatever probably just today this week and forever um, so that at least uh, clan leaders can keep an eye on who's doing what jxqz writes hey hot stuff a few years ago you mentioned that you got something signed by andrew hussey the author of ms paint adventures jick replied with a who's that and no one answered him because jick smells like a goat that brought uh, someone brought to denny's at one in the morning wow that is potentially a deep cut to an old article on the asymmetric gazette huh i don't know if that was intentional but if so man uh anyway homestuck just ended a few hours ago from me writing this everybody seems to be trashing it but hell i liked it what do you think or have you not finished what's better a let the reader decide ending or a clear everything up denouement ending thanks well as as jick says always uh 
That's it. <laughs> Good. Uh, I liked the ending a lot. I thought it was pretty impressive that they actually got some, like, for real animators and did an actual cartoon for the ending instead of the static flash stuff that they usually did. Does it end with main character suicide? No. Then it is a dishonest ending, and I disapprove. <laughs> because every every story ends with the main character's suicide, and otherwise it's a lie. Yeah, that's the only way that a story can end. I mean, there's only been a couple of stories in the history, right? There's Diablo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's Word Realms. Yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, what about a story where the main character dies some way other than suicide? Oh, that's also fine. Okay. Was it a first person, like, was it from a first person point of view? Because that, it's basically the same. I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, other ending, the uh, character just stops writing mid-sentence. The reader is left to his own devices to figure out how and or why uh, the narrator died. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, nice. Okay. That's like a, that's a Monty Python style <laughs> death. Yeah. Why would he write out arg? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so... Here's the dumb reason that I never uh, read MS Paint Adventures. When I discovered it, it was when I was in New York and all I had was this tiny laptop and it was the panels were too tall for the resolution of my monitor. Uh. And so to get to the next one, I had to scroll down to click next every time. And that was unacceptable. And I was like, ugh, God, fuck this. And I think it had, like, variable height because of ads and stuff on the bottom of it, so I couldn't just consistently, like, leave the mouse in the same place, uh, you know? Uh, did you read Problem Sleuth that came before Homestuck? That was what that was the one that I started on. Okay. I actually, when you started buying the print books oh, of it... Oh, that's right, yeah. I read all of those yeah. that you had at the office, but did that ever complete? Uh, Problem Sleuth? Yeah, it did eventually. I don't, I don't know if... Oh, yeah, they did bring out... All of Problem Sleuth is in books now. Uh, if you prefer it in books. But uh, pro- I, 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 I feel like, yeah, I feel like I could much more easily recommend Problem Sleuth to you or to anyone, really, before I would recommend Homestuck. Because while Homestuck is super good, it is also literally 10,000 pages long. And, and that's not a joke number. It is, it is 10,000 pages long. And uh, if you tried to binge read it in any capacity, it, it's overwhelming. It's, I, I feel like it worked because you were reading like between three and five pages a day for the past three years. I thought it was seven years. Or seven years or whatever it was. It's seven years including all the gaps, I guess. Yeah. Because even if it's 365 days a year... And it was three pages a day. That's that's ten years worth yeah. of yeah. Yeah, you're right. Stuff. My my math is unmath. Your math is unmath. Yes. See, I'm using math both in the sense of mathematics, but also in the sense of uh, cool, like they do in Adventure Time. Like they just use the word math to mean cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Mathematical. That's so math. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, math. <laughs> As Andorra says, did our characters' souls transfer to the new servers? Is this the real Ooh. me? That's a really interesting wow. question. That's potentially dark. <laughs> <laughs> Let's explore that. So when months. 
when you're the row in the database that contains the data for your character updates, if it, that is in a new sector on the hard drive, is it Henry David Thoreau in the database? Yes. Okay, just check. And <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, uh, I mean. It's weird because that you know for a while there was just a copy of Dev and oh, like yeah. when we were having people test it they were like should is there anything we shouldn't do and Chris was like no nothing matters like <laughs> I'm like yes yeah, so you should send everyone K mails telling them what you really think about them. Um, yeah, so it's weird. I don't even know, man. I don't even know like where where anything is anymore. It's a little scary, honestly to have all of this stuff just on some computer that we have zero control over, don't really know anything about it. To be fair, while we knew where the computers were, yes. we could not have like built one from scratch I've, if we I have built a I built a, a Did a you build it computer. from scratch? Like did you Define go out and scratch. did you go out and like scrape the copper ore off of rocks <laughs> and smelt not. the gator clips yourself? No. Did you make a breadboard out of literal bread? And if so, oh. could you even make bread from scratch if all you had was like a wheat field? Maybe. You'd need a cow. No, you don't need milk to no. make bread. You, you wheat field. You could make like crackers with just wheat and water, right? You well some biscuits. Because you could make a sourdough starter yeast oh, just yeah. with yeast from the air. Oh yeah, I've been doing that for the last couple of weeks actually. Oh, did you watch Michael Pollan's? cooked thing. no i don't know where it came from it was a thing that Amelia in the air. <laughs> decided that she wanted to do and michael pollan like michael pollan talked about sourdough on like the first episode of his like new tv show and oh, i didn't know he had a tv show there are just thousands of people doing making mm -hmm. sourdough for the first time it's cool yep it's easy yeah it requires some discipline like you the the you gotta, you gotta be starter. judicious about feeding it a couple times a day for like a week yeah um Dead Ned writes, The Vikea's blood rune causes the companion to attack each round. The lightning rune causes the companion to give you some MP. What is the frenzy rune supposed to do? So I looked at this, and I think that it just wasn't giving the... It wasn't working correctly. Um, I thought I fixed this. The frenzy rune... The blood rune is supposed to add a bleed to the uh, to the thing's attacks. This is not what I fixed. This is uh, which was just a way of like synergizing with the right. Walford quest. Uh, the lightning rune gives you some MP, and the the frenzy rune makes it attack twice around instead of once. Okay. Like, it's supposed to always attack. The frenzy rune makes it attack twice. But what was happening was the loop was running, and it was setting up the damage array but not processing it. There is there is a function in KOL's fight code called process damage, which you spend a bunch of time setting up, like, all right, damage message equals you hit him in the dick or whatever. Uh, damage hot equals four because your fist was on fire right uh damage physical equals nine damage physical two equals whatever you know damage spell equals one so then it knows whether to add a spell bonus to it that kind of thing and then you have to run process damage which handles like it deals the damage to the monster does whatever like if there's something that happens in response to that it's handled in there if there's you know if the monster has resistances it, it's that's all handled in process damage and then that you returns the output that gets do you just have display. build an array that is all the different damage? Yeah, and a bunch of different things about it. So if you do two sources of physical damage, does it combine those? Or? No, uh, it's there is an additional source of physical damage f that was put in there for uh, 
dual wielding. And you you cannot do a single process damage that deals more than one source of hot damage. So okay. like in things like that, you have to set it up, process damage, set it up, process damage, set it up, process damage. Anyway, in oh, the okay. frenzy rune thing, the process damage was outside the loop that was added. So only the second, like when it attacked twice, only the second one ever got processed. Huh. And it might have, if they had different, I don't know if it's possible for, I don't remember enough about it. I don't know if it's possible for a single Vikea companion to do more than one uh, element of damage. But if so, there might have been some weird, like, stacking in there. Uh, anyway, that ought to be fixed now. And then Marlon Shakespeare writes, I've really enjoyed the AWOL path in this year's items of the month. Thank you for continuing to support an awesome game. Well, thank you, buddy. Uh, I was wondering if you'd consider adding the ability to dismiss the Vikea companions. There have been a couple of times where the passive damage has effectively made certain boss fights impossible to win for me. I can't think of another source of passage damage that can't be removed, possibly by just waiting for the effect to end. Uh, I don't care if the cost is significant, but it seems like using another copy of the Vikea instructions to do so would be appropriate. Thanks again. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean... Waiting till tomorrow is on the same order as waiting for the effect to end, although you it's can also less get rid satisfying. of effect on purpose. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Adam Arco says, I know you like short questions, but the questions and responses are getting to the point where I don't even know what you guys are talking about. If this is going to be the model <laughs> going forward, can you provide a little context when reading questions and replying? A recent example is the exclusive club. I didn't know anything about this, so a little context would have been nice. Thanks oh. in advance. Oh, yeah, and the exclusive club is an item I made that did nothing. I put a thousand of them in my mall store and sold them for a million meat each, uh, just to... Just with no with no warning or, a, a, like, in just a fanfare and it just appeared one day. Yeah, I think I you said something it? in chat. Oh, yeah, you did, like, a system message. I didn't announce it. Yeah, so any people who were online at the time heard about it and... It could... took, like, an hour for it to sell out. Yeah. And then people were mad because of arbitrage happening and it, I, I disappointed hot stuff I, I just could see where people were coming from i i as a designer i thought it was fine as a player i could see i can empathize with people being sad or upset or whatever and so you know that's why i would say i would wouldn't recommend doing that specifically again we can do other things though that are rare and exclusive and sink some meat true Valcrest writes, you talked about mechanical differences between genders last week. Do female characters get 20% less meat? Uh, not anymore. We fixed that bug yesterday on Equal Pay Day. Is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know. I mean the day before yesterday because it's Thursday. Yesterday was like some national holiday that was f that was like focused on that wage gap. E equalizing the wage gap. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear about it. Wasn't, well, it's not yeah, doing a very good job of spreading awareness. Like siblings Day or something? Hmm, I don't know. Oh, maybe that's what... Maybe they meant an equal paper siblings. Pane says, Hi again. Thanks for the advice regarding my doctoral defense. I managed to not shit my pants. Barely. Here's a picture. Like, I wasn't sure I wanted to click on this. Like, <laughs> I barely didn't shit my pants. Here's a Here's picture. A <laughs> but in fact, it's just Pane uh, standing next to the people against whom she had to defend her doctoral thesis. And then she continues, Petition to have my character renamed to Dr. Pane. So, congratulations. <laughs> That's congratulations. Did you did you bring? I guess did did you follow through and bring them snacks? That's what I want to know. Let us know, Panny. <clears throat> I feel like KOL is a perfect game for people that are in grad school. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing that you can do while your data is being processed, your model is running. Okay. 
Wow. What if you're getting a just spinning up? What if you're getting a doctorate in uh, something that doesn't require waiting? Whatever that second thing you said. The, while your model is running, something is spinning up. Your centrifuge. Centrifuge is spinning up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what if? Uh, hmm. No, I can't think of anything that you're a doctor of that you don't have to wait for. Right. Exactly. What about like medical school? That doesn't count. Does that count as grad school? That's funny because you actually become a doctor at the end of it, but it's 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 not really considered. <laughs> grad school though right yeah i mean is law school considered grad school i guess, well, you do I guess become they a are. you become they, a these law are all doctor these are all grad schools right end. like doctor of law mm-hmm. uh well you have to wait for uh your people like people you know to die so you can uh get a cadaver become them. a partner at the law firm oh okay <laughs> <laughs> wow we went we went to a different yeah, direction well. <laughs> You have to wait for people you know to die. <laughs> so, yeah. like, if you're like a really OCD med student, and you will only operate on cadavers of people that you know. <laughs> yep. Man, that's a it's a perverse it's incentive grim. there. Pretty grim. Mm. Golgothica says, "I know that one of you, Riff, if I remember correctly, does geeky cross stitches. I recently started a Patreon to release my cross stitch patterns. Not a whole lot up there yet, but I'm planning posting uh, small patterns two to three times a week and a large pattern of at least once a month. Nice. Check it out, and if you like it, I wouldn't mind a mention on the podcast and/or in the forums. And this is at Patreon.com/slash/TheOfficeTroll." That's I don't know if I knew that the office troll and Golgothica were the same person. Lady J says, my 12-year anniversary is coming up. From what I hear, there is no gift. Totally understandable to run out of ideas after 11. I was just thinking the same item every year from 12 on would be nice. Just something to say thanks for playing, like an anniversary card that does nothing but looks pretty in our display case. Thanks for making KOL, letting me play it for years on end. Yeah, that was a I, oversight. I, letting it stop after 11, I think, is totally reasonable, though. I also think so, but I would probably not. I would have chosen to make some token instead of that, because those you can things are retroactively to go me. back and do it. Yeah, something that that is just the same thing over and over that you can put in your display case makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I guess greater than eleven card or something. Ganomex says, as to the planned removal of adventure gains from future spleen items and astral energy drink, this will severely slow down Oxycore for new players or old players who haven't done it yet. Could an exception of some kind of or special spleen items only for Oxycore be made when this change goes through? No, I, I don't feel that Oxycore is a thing that I want to support. Also, Oxycore is never going to be in standard, so you like you'll all of the old spleen items will still exist. So softcore Oxy, at least, you'll be able to pull them. And Oxy is just meant to be slow, right? Like, that is that is a playstyle specifically for people who want to play just a little bit each day, so... And if you want it without having to mess with spleen items, play slow and steady, which is... Mm. I mean, I guess you don't get the, the gear, right? right? Like, people do that loop to get the plexiglass. Um, you know, there were not very many turns for spleen items when oxycore rolled out true so in a way this is just a return to authenticity megama says to hear that the game i've been excited about for so long west of loathing is like my favorite game of all time paper mario is super exciting super excited for this game just want to say that oh well thank you yeah we've come up with a with a triumvirate of games that it is like (laughs) right it's it's like paper mario and heroes quest and skyrim yeah (laughs) <laughs> Mega Mouse says, Jick, you're not alone. I too love Tezande. Chocolate Rain was my jam. Well, I don't know that I love Tezande. I just thought that that song was good rather than being a thing that people only enjoyed ironically. I, sure, I love Tezande. He's one of God's children. 
I love you, Tay. Mega Ma says, make the fish non-tradable items. Makes tracking putting them in the hot, uh, putting them like the hot dogs easier. Collectors can put them in display case. Bam, problem solved. I think just tracking them is gonna be fine. Uh, uh, uh. I might have mentioned this before, says Durdrum. Uh, but while I'm thinking about non-Starfighter scrolling shooters, I'll make sure. In Dragon Spirit, you play as a dragon, and it has the best theme power-up ever. Grow an extra head or two, multiplying your firepower. It also has an unusual way to select difficulty. If you lose in the introductory mini-stage, you are put into easy mode. We've been thinking about that for uh, West of Loathing. How to... Oh. Because we, we basically want to make there be an easy mode that isn't insulting. Really, like, do you want to play this as an adventure game or an RPG is maybe the... Right. Well, because if, if we do that, we could simplify Just a lot of things. Just get rid of, of the stats screen. Get rid right. of the inventory, potentially. <laughs> right. Well, no. To some extent. Like, a lot of things just could not show up. If it isn't in a, if it isn't part of the adventure game version of the game, that's worth thinking about. It's a thing that could be done entirely in scripting. Yeah. You know? Huh. Suddenly, this game becomes every game for every person. Mm -hmm. Also, it's Tetris. That's what we want. <laughs> Mathematical says, in response to your previous discussion about the time nature of past content, I think I would feel better about missing stuff from old world events if there were more new world events. Yeah, you know, like there was that world event where the exclusive club went up for sale. <laughs> uh, Mathematical says, have you ever considered adding legendary quality items? Something I really, really wish that we had done from the beginning is had all items on a quality scale so that we could somehow, like, and actually, visually like distinguish when you got something that was important if we had like from the very beginning come up with some sort of like budget for items that was like a a meaningful number that like we broke down into constituent parts that we had like an item level basically yeah because that would be really helpful in balancing stuff because as it is right now it's every time we come up with something it, it, i have to look at this like internal readout of everything yeah. Which that, you know, that is a fine tool. I mean, I say that. I never have to do it anymore because that's always your job. So yeah. it's it's okay, right? It's I mean, fine. It's like, yeah. I wonder if adding standard legal as a checkbox to that report would be valuable. Oh. Huh. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, Blue Scream says, can we get a link to the announcements in the hamburger for mobile? There's not actually a way to look at the announcements in game. Also, that doesn't look like a hamburger. It's pancakes. It No, no ours it, looks uh, like a hamburger. It's, totally, it's just it's an icon of a hamburger. Oh, did, does the mobile, mobile one actually have a hamburger? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. In, in that specific case, then I approve. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that, that the hamburger menu out in the world uh -huh. not in KOL specifically is just is just three pancakes hovering above each other yeah well I mean from the it's, side it looks more like that than it looks like a hamburger <laughs> no it's a hamburger in the process of being assembled a hamburger where the the both halves of the bun are uniformly the same very thin shape as the meat itself right and then there's a, a layer of white mustard and mayonnaise between them <laughs> which <laughs> spill out over the entire rest of the ui 
It's a triple hamburger with an invisible bun. That's what stops it from spilling out. Okay. Okay. Invisible uh, bun. Okay. That's or, why it's always in the middle and not doesn't go to the top. And it's a it's a paleo burger that's just, just a hamburger oh. where each of the buns is another hamburger. Another hamburger. <laughs> it's a double. So bun. so it's the top meat and the bottom pancakes. ones are, are fried chicken. Okay. <laughs> Pigrat says, "Why no Ghoul Scouts in KOL? I don't know anything about." I don't know. I, I literally know nothing about the Girl Scouts, except that Co- they're cookies. cookie extortionists. Yes. And I guess we could have brownies. Like we could have little. Yeah, berries. but I don't know anything. Like I like I feel like I was I was able to write the CSA stuff having From gone to like two Boy Scouts meetings. I mean, I was in Cub Scouts. I was going through all my old clothes here, and I found my old Cub Scout uniform. My old karate key. Adorable. Can you put uh, them on? Uh, Do they no, still fit? they're really way too small. Uh, I can probably still fit into the Fred Flintstone costume <laughs> that my mom made for me when I worked at the movie theater. Remember when they remade the Flintstones in the nineties? I only vaguely. I never, John I've never Goodman, saw John Goodman and yeah. uh, Lucille Ball. No, uh, no, she was dead. Kevin, still. Yeah. Um, These are dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, okay, right, right. I guess there were some bones. They might to... They might have been Lucille Ball's bones. <laughs> right, I mean, she hadn't been born yet. This was... Right. Uh, fucking Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, it was John Goodman fucking wow. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> uh, and the B-52s played, and they were dressed as cave people. Okay. Um, that's, that's worth saying. I don't know that I agree with you. <laughs> I, to be fair, I did not watch it. Oh, really? You just but it was, up Do you remember like in the 90s when it was like, wow, there's every every Hollywood movie is just a fucking retread of some old thing. This is terrible. <clears throat> yeah, but glad we grew out of that. Yeah. yeah. That said, a tremendous number of really good movies have come out since the 90s. What do you think about the whole like Marvel Cinematic Universe insanity? I don't care yeah. at all. That's like, pretty much where I stand. They're just like a weird. They're just like a weird commodity entertainment product that is not, like I'm just not in the demo for, oh, huh. at all. And I like I never liked superhero comics. Okay. Like I just really never got into superheroes at all. And so, the event. I thought the Avengers was terrible. Hmm. Interesting. Like I. It, when I watched it, after everybody had talked about, I only watched like the first like hour, forty five minutes or an hour of it. I was like, I cannot believe that this is the thing that people have been talking about. Like it was this amazing movie because if you hadn't told me, I would have thought that this was like some random mid season episode of a TV show. Hmm. There are characters introduced that you have no idea who they are, and you're suddenly supposed to care about them. There's like, it it was, I was absolutely confounded by that movie you know okay. i thought uh, guardians of the galaxy was really 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 good okay um first iron man was pretty good thor was pretty terrible yeah thor was bad but yeah it's uh, you know it's fine it's not like it's stopping other movies from coming out so what? uh so i guess the argument would be that studios are spending money on these kinds of movies instead of interesting other movies. But they're kind of self-contained, right? They spend the money on them because they make money on them. And if they if they have a reliable source of insane profit, then they might use it for, for smaller projects. I mean, That's that, true. 
Yeah. That kind of happened in the 90s, right? When, when like, independent films started proving that they could have anything like an audience, like, that, you know, Sony spun up an indie division and... And just started funding a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff. I think a lot of stuff got made because catch. of that. I mean, it, the, the 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 billion dollar blockbusters are sort of a rising tide that theoretically lifts all boats. Cool. There's, there's plenty of there's plenty of shit to watch. <laughs> like there is so much original stuff being created every day that you could never stay on top of even one percent of it. Oh, oh, because you're part of the one percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, but so like you can have your butler watch some of it for you, but right. not all of it. He's only got so many hours of the day, and he has to he has to flush your pubes. Well, he has to flush your butt. He's the butler. Oh, that's true. That's true. Who uh, who flosses your pubes? Who buttles the butler? What, is, what does it mean to floss a pube? I just run floss between each of them. I think you mean a out. comb. <laughs> Oh, I feel like your days are going to get God, so much Riff, more time. You've just saved me a fortune. <laughs> you were buying the really expensive floss, huh? Well, it just took a really long time. I had to pay had to pay that guy a lot. <laughs> is, this, uh, is this what is this threading? Is this is the threading I heard about? Oh yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I don't mind. Like, I can pluck out some eyebrows sometimes, get rid of get rid of a little unibrow action. That's not so bad. But man, not the uh, not the pubes, not the crotch, not the crotch. <laughs> Mr. McFeely writes, "Would you make a remove all button for the closet?" Mr. McFeely writes, "Comment on my earlier question regarding a remove all button for the closet." A few minutes after I submitted that question, I checked my campsite and found the button. Talk about extremely awesome customer service. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Yep. We did that back in time just for you. No, I did it in between those two questions. Oh, did you? No. <laughs> Darth Twinkie says, new advice hot dogs? I don't I don't think it's going to happen for a while. Roy has gotten real, 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 real busy. Went and saw them the other night. Had way too many beers. You could have recorded that whole evening and just released them in a series. Of- Boy, would that not have been a good idea. <laughs> and no one would enjoy it. Joy says, please give us a way to sort items by if they were in Mr. Store. We do know that. We, Well, sort of. There's a lot of things marked Mr. Store that... Were not specifically things that were sold in Mr. Store. And there are probably a bunch of forms of something slash uh, fallout of Mr. Store stuff that wouldn't be in that. Like... I don't know that it would be exactly what you want it to be, but is that not is that not already a because there is a Mister Store, isn't there like a Mister Store? Uh, oh, in inventory. Yeah, I think they were inventory the filtering Shit. or yeah, sorting. Yeah. yeah, is there in the mall? I thought there was one. I don't know. Let's look. Because there's the content unlockers. Yeah, Mister Store items, content unlockers, new stuff. Those are some miscellaneous categories. But we don't... Do we not have those in inventory? That seems like we should totally do that. No, it's a total... But because it's not... That's a filter, right? And the filter drop-down in inventory I don't think should be the same as the one... I'm not saying that it should be, but but like content... Being able to just find... Like have a section of all your content unlockers in your inventory seems like a good idea if you want. It would only apply in the... 
tabs that that stuff already lived in. I think part of it is the mall is always just a single set of search results and the inventory mm -hmm. isn't already divided up and categorized thing. So the, like the mall has sort options, but they're just by like price or mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's weird to like sort by a true false, right? Like what is that? It, it would make, it makes more sense as a filter, but then it's a filter that, I mean, it's probably fine. See, this would be another handy way, another handy use for like quality gradations on items. If Mr. Store items were just always a tier mm. above everything else. Solve Omna says, do it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Riff, riff, riff. <laughs> oh, no. Riff. I keep how forgetting does, to, does... <laughs> to preload some of these. How does Solve Omnis's question start, do you think? Uh, your driver front airbag inflator and passenger airbag inflator need to be replaced. Since you guys brought it up, I thought I'd say that as a longtime transgendered player, the game is fine. One way you can tell is that I'm not by, I'm by far not the only long-term longtime transgendered player. So there's that. Uh, Riff, how does Solve Omnis's question end? Please refer to this information when scheduling your free appointment to verify your identity and vehicle. Were you reading that off something on your desk? Yeah, I got a uh, 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 a recall notice for my oh. car. <laughs> um, th thank thank you for saying that, Solve Omnis. It, I, I, I do think that it is important to continue to be thoughtful about that stuff, right? I mean, just because you have one black friend that says you're not a racist doesn't mean you're immune from right. like systemic injustice. Uh, but I, I, you know, I do appreciate it. And, and I do feel like historically we've done like a fairly okay job of making sure that the community is not toxic and that yeah. while that was not specifically an effort to like make it a better place for for marginalized players, I think it has the secondary effect of doing that ah god these so we're <laughs> i left the good microphones in san francisco struggling with along, a lot of this along with your heart i mean I, I i just i do think that like not letting people be assholes in the chat is responsible for most of the extent to which this is like a place where everybody can just be without you know feel like like it it doesn't and i think it never has felt like the rest of the internet because it we've always been fortunate that though we don't have a huge number of people playing we made enough money that we were able to spend the time actually moderating and that that there were enough like dedicated volunteer people who really wanted it to be a good place to exist on the internet who were just willing to like when it was important like in the early days and then in the really really busy days like just have a like a zero tolerance policy for shitty internet hatefulness and you know it's it's weird because i don't think i came to that point of view for the right reasons but it's like it was sort of like accidentally ended up on the right side of history i hope i hope it wasn't an accident i hope i hope it's the right side of history uh and Jimom23 says, Greetings, Jick Griffin Hot Stuff. Kudos for keeping the kingdom going strong, and kudos for the podcast as well. I discovered books and podcasts after you mentioned them on the Thursday show, so thank you for that. Less than three. Oh, well, that was sweet. 
Luxinder says, I love the differences between the AWOL hardcore and softcore tattoos. They're not just sparkly variations of each other. Not that I minded that, but it's nice to see you stretching your artistic chops. Kudos. You know, that was uh, because I was being lazy and I didn't want, or like you weren't around to do the animation. I don't think I have the, I don't think I have that Jask animation shop installed anymore. Oh no. Because I, like, for the first, like, year of KOL, I made all the animated GIFs myself. Uh, But since then, it's been your job. Um, yeah, I had drawn those like a couple weeks before they went in, and I just forgot about it because I, I drew them as part of a bunch of uh, West of Loathing icons that I drew. Here's an idiotic thing that I did to myself. Uh, I've always hated drawing things at the scale of KOL tattoos because it's a weird size that I don't like drawing things. And in specking out West of Loathing, that is the size I have to draw every fucking icon at <laughs> so uh, maybe i'll get used to it and it'll be better and maybe every uh west of loathing icon will eventually become a tattoo in kol <laughs> or just a great actually a collection yeah just a, a thing that was like here's a collection of wild west tattoos and it just every time you use it it randomly unlocks one of them yeah that's pretty good you have to apply it with a brand it's pretty good <laughs> pretty good idea brand the brand awareness how could you not be aware of that it's Burning your flesh. <laughs> Brand awareness. Uh, oh, man. What if uh, brand engagement was like a practice of when people were going to get married, they branded ooh. each other with branding irons? Uh, just around yeah, like around an, that one finger? An engagement. You know, I actually kind of like the idea of a tattooed wedding ring. Because it makes it so if you get a divorce, you have to cut your finger off. <laughs> <laughs> to give it back you can only you can only uh you can only get married so many times and you know that you know it's like you can only like you can steal something once in uh you know like 1600s persia <laughs> like you got two hands right that second time you're really gonna think hard <clears throat> robot porn says what is west of loathing the dark souls of Wait a second. Is there, is this a thing that is there an example of something being the Dark Souls or something else? Riff, what's anything the Dark Souls of what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Answer it as asked. What? <laughs> so is like Citizen Kane the Dark Souls of movies? <laughs> yep. Sure. Of, the tree of life is probably the dark souls of movies what is the tree of life is it a very challenging movie to watch it but is. very rewarding if you uh, stick it out i don't know about the reward that's arguable uh let's go to the shortest questions okay keganaku writes elemental airport gift shop why Done. certainly uh reappear the ocrs leaderboard yes the, what, the leaderboard for the One Crazy Random Summer Challenge Path, uh, for those of you who have no idea what this question is talking about, uh, just accidentally vanished when we rearranged the leaderboards at some point. Um, that is just a bunch of individual lines in a PHP script that determine where the leaderboards are, and they have to not only, like, they don't actually have to be in any kind of order, it's just manually populating an array of the contents of the museum, and so it's real easy to fuck that up. A lot of bad copy-paste jobs get done in there. Uh, but yeah, uh, Chris fixed that like a couple weeks ago, I think. 
Kiganaku writes, consensus on olfaction discussion in radio thread. So every once in a while, I will talk on the podcast about how I want to fix what I think of as a lame thing about transcendent olfaction, which is that its optimal use requires you to use soft green echo eyedrop antidotes to dispel the effect that represents you having olfacted a specific monster and i really really don't like that and any way of getting rid of it is going to upset people because changing anything upsets people and my consensus is that most of the people in that discussion do not understand why i want to change it and so they think well this is stupid it's just making it weaker for no reason jick must just be an idiot and so I don't, you know, my consensus is fuck that thread, I guess. The, the proposal that I made makes the skill way, way better for almost everyone who uses it. It's just the sort of like bleeding edge speed players. And to be fair, they are the ones who care the most about it. Um, I probably won't get around to doing anything so you're probably safe and whatever it's just the next time somebody says oh well uh there's no reliable in-run source of soft green echo eyedrop antidotes on turn one so the game is ruined i am just going to ignore those plaintive cries because it like it just really really bothers me that we did that with the game inform dungeon thing where it was mm -hmm. like well here's a way to make this ascension relevant let's give it this thing and why is that ascension relevant? And then when it was explained to me, I was like, that's gross. Also, doing this is gross, but I guess we will. Because the Game Informed Dungeon was really, really cool, and I was afraid that no one was going to buy it because it didn't have any, like, immediate important use for ascenders. It turns out, I think, it was one of those things where we went a little overboard and ended up with the V for Viva La Mask thing where it made it a little too good because we were afraid that it wasn't going to be good in that regard the ascension optimality regard glebe says can we have the inline pop-ups for items in shops too uh, this was around the time that we added the inline uh, pop-up descriptions yeah i would like for them to be everywhere that there are items uh we just in theory we were sort of like waiting to see what sort of problems there were with the feature when it was rolled out just in inventory and there really aren't any i find myself wanting it all the time though when i'm looking around mm -hmm. at things in the game uh the nuge sends a link to a youtube video re eggs <laughs> i don't i don't know what that is i think it's a youtube video it has to do with eggs zen zero zero says any chance of more chocolate related events happening I don't know anything about chocolate. That's not true. I'm, I don't even... What, what is it? Uh-huh. Chocolate. There's no sibilance in it. Chocolate. Uh, do you guys... What, it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to go eat pizza. Let's go, <laughs> let's go drink a bunch. It always makes sense to go eat pizza. I have to go to the doctor and get all of my blood Shots. replaced. You have to go get shot. Anyway, I hope that I'm able to edit this on the on the Mac and have it not be terrible. Uh, and uh, thanks for thanks for listening, listeners. Riff. 
how to solve omnis <laughs> no end this I don't podcast have any. <laughs> uh sweetened with a xylitol <laughs> okay have a great week everybody